Colorado head coach Deion Sanders has become so popular, he's drawing comparisons to two of the biggest mu- music stars in all of music history. And I'm going to talk about why on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked On Buffs, your favorite podcast about the Colorado Buffaloes. I'm your host, Kevin Borba. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few different things. We're going to be talking about Deion Sanders being compared to Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and why he's viewed as a superstar in college football. Um, Coach Prime has that effect on just about everybody, and so we're going to talk about that. Um, Shadur Sanders talks about how he addresses the pressure and how it doesn't phase him. Um, and then we're going to talk about some Pac-12 expansion rumors uh, that I heard about over the past weekend that I want you guys to know about, um, just so you guys know what's going on with Pac-12 expansion. But before we do, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Bus your first listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you can get your podcast. That's your team every single day. Okay, let's dive right in. Um, I think we all know that Coach Prime's impact on Colorado has been tremendous. Um, I don't know if we could have imagined how big it was. Uh, I think it... I think it maybe goes a little understated sometimes, and even that feels shocking because we talk about him every single day. Um, but the impact he brings to this program is out of this world. Um, he has essentially revived uh, the University of Colorado. Whether Colorado fans new or old would admit it, this program is not relevant. Um, this program had fallout of relevancy. They had one good year in the past decade or so, and they were just kind of viewed as um, – it's whatever it's Colorado. Um, they weren't really viewed as anything special. They weren't viewed as anything at all, really. They were kind of an afterthought. Um, and what's worse than being viewed as a bad team or a bad program is being irrelevant. Um, cause irrelevancy gets, you nowhere, makes your job harder. Um, outside of the one Mel Tucker year, which showed some promise. And then the Alamo bowl year, there wasn't a lot to a lot of positivity out here for Colorado fans to be excited about. And so, I think by hiring Coach Prime, it was a home run swing, first of all. I When I first saw the reports that Colorado was going after Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, I was like, okay, okay, let's let's get a little real here. I thought, for sure, I thought maybe TCU was going to get him eventually. Obviously, they went with Sonny Dykes the year before. Um, I figured, oh, Cincinnati's in the mix. Uh, USF was open. Uh, I figured a Florida school would probably go after him. And maybe, I don't even, I don't know who else was, who else was hiring at the time. I kind of... I think Cincinnati, uh, I think USF was another school. And so, yeah, I just feel just wasn't expecting it. And so now that he's in Boulder, um, it's probably the best thing that's happened to Boulder within the last 30 years, I would say. Um, Colorado, outside of the championship, obviously. Uh, Colorado has just been on a whole new level. And so much so that Pac-12 commissioner, George Klevkov, Klevkov, excuse me, um, told the USA Today that he's similar to Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Um, in an interview, he said, I think if Beyonce or Taylor Swift decided to coach, they might glean the kind of media coverage that we're getting from Dion. Um, he continued saying, our ratings are going to be up this year because of Coach Prime. He's great for the league. He's great for Colorado. You could see where the team was last year to where they are this year. And I think, obviously, that's a, a weird comparison. Not a weird comparison, but it's an interesting comparison. Um, all the Swifties and uh, Queen Bee or the Beehive people that – are tuning into this episode. I apologize that this isn't uh, um, about a podcast about them, but I appreciate that you're here. And if you want to learn something about Coach Prime, just know former football baseball star um, 
one of the best athletes of all time. He is now a coach at Colorado, and he is now um, drawing comparisons to your favorite artists. So that's pretty cool. Um, if you don't know about them, Taylor Swift and Beyonce are probably, I would say, of my lifetime because I don't like comparing them to like, I would say Michael Jackson was probably the most iconic music a superstar and then i would say elvis maybe i don't know i'm going back to the olden times where i wasn't alive i don't really know i feel like michael jackson and elvis were two people that stand out um but taylor swift and beyonce are kind of this generation's that um taylor swift has literally i know she's sold out every single place where she's going i saw something that her her tour is so profitable that it's going to boost the u.s economy don't know if that's true or not but that's pretty cool um so for coach Ryan to be compared to them is quite the comparison because realistically they're two of the biggest stars in the world and coach prime while i don't think he's as big as them um in the college football world he is uh he's attracted top transfers top recruits um he's a top attracted lil wayne he's attracted rick ross like people are interested in what he's doing in colorado and i think it's really cool it's good for the program um it's good for him because it's going to help him um, down the road but yeah when i saw this i was like oh wow that's quite the comparison but it's true um he's bringing eyes onto the program he's bringing eyes onto the pac-12 which is beneficial for a conference who is set to lose usc um which is their biggest brand at the moment in the conference and ucla for basketball they're a solid brand as well they're a big brand as well but losing usc and ucla to the big 10 kind of hurts the pac-12 but having someone make the conference as relevant as coach prime does is also extremely beneficial and Hey, the biggest thing about Taylor Swift recently is her air. I think it's her Eras tour um, sold out. Uh, I think it, whatever. I think it's Ticketmaster or whatever, like instantly broke like right away. People is sold out in seconds. Um, Coach Prime sold out the Stanford and Nebraska games, which is pretty cool. Um, that's come. I believe I read and wrote if I want. I want to make sure I remember this right. That Colorado sold out those two home games earlier than they've sold out any home games since 2019 which the game that they sold out that early in 2019 was the Nebraska game as well. So Coach Prime has brought energy, he's brought passion, and he's brought new fans. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, people who are following Colorado now just because he's there, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think there's just so much excitement around this program, so much excitement around what Coach Prime brings to the table that he really is a superstar. Um, he's a superstar at the college level. I don't think there's a single coach in college football that has the cachet that he does. I think there's coaches like Nick Saban, uh, Kirby Smart, maybe Urban Meyer when he's coaching that have kind of the notoriety in college football, but not this kind of energy. I don't think Nick Saban's channeling up this kind of energy. Same thing with the other two. Like it, this is unheard of. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, obviously college football, I think is nearly 40 ish, 45 ish days away. Um, so Everybody buckle up. The season is almost upon us, the best time of the year. Um, so, yeah, very excited to see where where it leads and where it goes. Um, without further ado, without further ado, it's going to be a – I don't know why I said without further ado. <laughs> without um, this offseason chatter and stuff, I think Coach Prime is going to be just really – the biggest story of college football season, regardless of what happens, it's either going to be a smashing success or it's going to be interesting to see how the team bounces back from adversity, but – that's why we love Coach Prime. That's why we love what he's done to the program. Um, what we also love is our sponsor, eBay Motors. Um, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You could be sure every part fit you need fits right the first time around. 
Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million people, a million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit and the right price on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only exclusions may apply. Okay, let's dive right back in. We just talked about why Coach Prime's drawn comps to Taylor Swift and Beyonce, two of the most iconic musical people um, in the in the world right now. Um, I feel like that's a fair comparison. I don't think there's anybody in college football right now that really generates as much buzz as he does. Um, so he's up there. Um, but his own son was at Pac-12 Media Day. Coach Prime was not because he had surgery, which, according to his girlfriend, um, went well again. So claps, snaps, snaps up. Claps for Coach Prime and his surgery. Snaps for the the surgeons and everybody that was performing. Um, hopefully he recovers healthy. He did say, he did promise. I showed you guys that he's going to be running out and, uh, what was the word, uh, high-stepping um, on the field with the team ahead of week one game uh, against TCU. So excited to see his recovery. Um, but obviously, even though Coach Prime wasn't there, Pac-12 Media Day still happened. Um, believe it or not, there is still conference that people want to learn about despite coach prime not being there um charles kelly shadur sanders and travis hunter all represented colorado they all did great um people loved i think it's interesting because colorado is probably the most well-documented team in college football they have well-off media um deon sanders jr is out there dropping content i wouldn't say i don't know if it's daily but it's it probably is daily um pretty frequently though um He's dropping amazing behind-the-scenes content that no other program really gets. We don't really have access to any other program like we do Colorado. But I felt like it was still the first time for a lot of people to learn who Travis Hunter, Shadur Sanders were. And so they did really well. They were asked a lot of interesting, weird, important questions. Um, So, yeah. Um, But one of the questions that was asked was to Shadur Sanders and how he deals with the pressure. And so I wrote about it and I'm also, I want you guys to see his reaction. Um, so this is him in an interview with ESPN. Um, let's, let's break it down right here. Of the top five, six quarterbacks. Well, I'm a Sanders, you know, I don't feel pressure. That's the thing. It's in my blood. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get nervous. I don't get none of that. Uh, especially when you prepare, you got the coaches and you got the staff and the players around you. Like, there's no real pressure. You just find yourself and your own thoughts. And that's the thing. I don't, I don't really, I don't fear no names or no nothing like that. Elite level of the top five, six quarterback. I mean, it doesn't get much more confident than that. You'd love to see that. Uh, Shadur Sanders talking about how he doesn't feel pressure. And honestly, I think if he admits to feeling pressure, it doesn't matter. Um, I think there's obviously going to be some pressure. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him. Um, outside of Caleb Williams, Quinn Ewers, um, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, uh, who else? I'm trying to think. Whoever plays quarterback at Ohio State, whoever plays at Alabama. Um, Shadur Sanders feels a lot of pressure. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him. I'm not saying he feels it. There's going to be a lot of pressure. People want to see him succeed. People also want to see him fail. 
Um, let's be honest. Um, I think the biggest uh, criticism of Shadur, and I've said it myself, and it's a fair criticism until we see him perform against these teams, is that he obviously was electric, demolished the FCS level. But does that translate to the Pac-12? Does that translate to the Power 5? Um, obviously, the Pac-12 defenses aren't amazing, but they're still better than what he's faced. Um, and so I think a lot of people are curious to see how he adapts, um, how he deals with his father being his coach, which he's been doing so for the past, let's see, I know he coached him in high school, probably four to five years, six years, maybe. I, I don't know when Coach Prime started coaching him in high school, but I know for sure the last couple of years um, he was the coordinator. So for at least four years, his dad's been coaching him. I'm sure he's coached him his whole life. So we'll just we'll just call it an even 20 or however old Shadur is. And even 20 years that he's been coached up by Coach Prime. And so I think now people are at the – sorry, my knuckle just absolutely popped. That hurt. Um, I think now people are looking to kind of see what kind of quarterback he is. Is he a confident guy? Is he going to make the good throws? Is he going to have a big arm? And so I think a lot of people are curious to see what to make of Shadur. And honestly, I'm curious as well. Um, I think he has a lot of potential. He has a huge arm. He has accuracy. Does he have Does he have the ability to fight through adversity? This could be his biggest test yet um, at the college level um, behind this offensive line. And with a team that we don't know how good they're going to be. And so he's going to have to be the leader. He's going to have to stay positive at all times. And he's going to have to keep the locker room upbeat if they struggle. Because obviously if the quarterback's down, then everybody's down. Um, so, yeah, I really liked his approach, though. Um, he's a Sanders, doesn't feel pressure. Um, I think he knows that there's expectations and pressure. Um, whether he actually feels it or not, I guess only he knows. That's between him and the, the man up there. But he, I like his confidence. He exudes confidence. He makes the program the – everybody else confident in him and that's what colorado needs right now um they need something to be confident about they need something to believe in and they have that in shadur sanders and realistically the only time we'll be able to see him uh whether he feels the pressure or not is when he takes the field so um i think he's building his own confidence in a way um i think he wants people to know that he's done this before been there done that um i think it's a good way to kind of eliminate the oh can he do this discussion because he's like I don't care. It's like, I'm Sanders. I'm going to do, I'm going to do me. I'm going to do what I got to do. It's a great approach to have. And I, I think it's going to really pay off for Colorado um, in the upcoming season. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the latest impact 12 expansion. Is it happening? Is it not? Do people want it to happen when we come back? Welcome back. We're talking about pack 12 expansion. As you guys know, um, let me give you a little detail. UCLA, USC, off to the Big Ten, okay? Um, the Pac-12 is in prime position to get a new media rights deal and maybe expand over the past year um, before anyone else because they had an expiring media rights deal. Fast forward to a few weeks, maybe a month or so later, the Big 12 expands, adds BYU, Cincinnati, oops, hit my microphone, BYU, Cincinnati, UCF, um, and Houston. So they expand and they got a deal before the Pac-12. Um, the Pac-12 has now been on the defense for about a year um, because the Big 12 is coming for Colorado, which seen a lot of reports saying that Colorado is going to the Big 12. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I promise you that I I would tell you if I did. I don't think it's going to happen. We haven't seen the Regents meeting being scheduled. People reporting that's going to happen within the next couple of days. Haven't seen the Regents meeting being scheduled. That's the important thing. Colorado has to do everything publicly so we would know something is up. Um, unless they their last regents meeting like two weeks ago was for this, but everybody pledged loyalty to the Pac-12 at Pac-12 Media Day. And again, and I'll say this until until I'm blue in the face, 
why would any program leave the Pac-12 after waiting an entire year and not see the Pac-12 media rights deal? That would be like literally the most moronic thing to do. Also, the Big 12 is not nearly as big of a brand or as popular as brand as they come off. Right now, they're the hot they're the hot conference in college football because of all they've been able to do but they they're just a bunch of middle of the pack programs they're a bunch of uh what was it called? <laughs> i think they're called truck stop programs or something like that obviously that's disrespectful but that's what people call them. um i think after texas and oklahoma leaves the biggest brand in the big 12 is probably tcu and outside of this past year, TCU, they've been very good at football um, at times. They've had down years, but they don't have a single brand alone in where it's like, oh, that's like nothing in the conference compares to Texas or Oklahoma. Just like we don't I won't say the Pac-12 has a brand that compares to USC um, or UCLA, but they have Oregon. They have Washington. They have Utah. Um, they have Colorado now, who's probably one of the bigger brands in college football. The Big 12 doesn't have that. They have quantity. I don't know if they have quality. Um, anyway, so people have been talking about Colorado to the Big 12, so I had to address that. But anyway, so the Pac-12 has been trying to figure out a way to get their media rights deal, which uh, there was surprise, quote-unquote surprise. If you can't see me, I'm doing the, the air quotes in the air. Um, because people were like, oh, they're going to have it by the, the Pac-12 media day, and they're going to announce it there. Uh, no, one, that's the stupidest thing ever Two, it was reported a week prior that they would not do that. And then when it didn't happen, people were like, oh my goodness, it didn't happen. Yeah. Why would it that it's bad enough that they hadn't had it done before. They're going to announce it on a day where they're supposed to be talking about football. Like, obviously they talked about it because people are curious, but the PAC 12 is weeks away from arguably what will be their best college football season ever and people want to talk about this not a chance not a freaking chance um here's the thing gets me gets me all riled up about it people we knew that the deal wasn't going to come people overreacted when the deal didn't come on the day we already knew it didn't come and so now we're talking about it like oh no the pac-12 is in trouble the pac-12 september Labor Day. That's when the deal is probably going to come um, or, or be announced. Um, but either way, I saw an interesting report by The Athletic that not – and we thought for the longest time, it was like, okay, USC and UCLA are out. Who's in? Automatically San Diego State. They were like first one in. They're just awaiting their turn. Um, a San Diego State player literally said at Mountain West Media Day that they were told they were going to the Pac-12. So San Diego State literally thinks they're a Pac-12 member. Um, obviously, they're not yet, and I think they will be. And then SMU is next. So it's those two and maybe a couple others like uh, Colorado State, Boise State, UNLV have all been those three teams are kind of been discussed. But we all just assumed San Diego State, SMU, that's going to happen w one way or another. It's inevitable, as uh, the late great Thanos once said. Um, but we learned in a report by The Athletic that not everybody in the conference is uh, on board with expansion. Believe it or not, I know I was shocked, too. Um, some conference or some conference members are not a fan of the expansion move because one, that's more revenue to split. Two, the cultural wall playoff is about to expand in the next few years. Um, and it's gonna go to a, a method where the conference champion gets the automatic bid to the playoff. 
they don't want more competition. Um, and one of those programs to stand out and apparently say that they didn't want to expand was Oregon. So I thought that was surprising. Um, I still think that the expansion is going to happen eventually. Um, realistically, I think the Pac-12 needs some more markets. I think they need some more blood in there. Um, so, yeah, but I did think it was interesting that Oregon, of all teams, who I feel like Oregon's headed in a great direction. So what, what's a little more competition going to do? I, I don't know why they're scared. Um, the Pac-12 is also thinking of moving from a nine game to an eight game conference schedule, um, which would make it easier for their teams to not beat up on each other because then they could avoid um, at least one team per year. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I will keep you guys updated like I do every single day. This has been another great episode of Locked on Buffs. I appreciate you guys for tuning in every single day. Uh, make sure to tune in tomorrow. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow. I appreciate you guys. You guys have a great Monday. Have a great start to your week.